interest rate slap yesterday we're going to talk about what the industry heads are saying stay tuned Good morning. <laughs> what do you reckon? Duck and weave. You got a duck and weave this morning. The back out and full force. It's a duck and weave. It's a duck and weave, and and um, you know, unexpected. I guess when you look at it in a long term view, no one thought this year, last year, we're going to be getting these sort of rate rises. We thought it was all coming in twenty twenty four. Um, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's pretty heavy. There's um, there's a bit, there's a bit of a, a bit of outrage in the community, from what it sounds like. I think um, I I personally agree with some of the opinions that they just shouldn't have shouldn't have paused it to then raise it again a month after. I think that just that just uh, gave everyone a bit of false security. But um. You know, there's there's some pretty educated people out there that are making these decisions. So I just hope it's for good reason. Yeah, look, I think I think every time they're going up, going up, going up, going up, everyone's going, oh man, can't they just give us some reprieve of a month or two or a break, and then we get the break, and people go, oh man, what did you have to do that to us for? Well, you know, you should have just kept putting it up and didn't, you know, it was unexpected. So we're going to talk about today how it's going to affect our property market. Um, this next rate rise. Um, are we past the breaking point, at the breaking point, and we still got more to go? We're going to have a bit of a chat about that. And then we're going to talk and see some interviews with some um, some of the... We've lost your audio, Mark. I've lost you. Can't hear you. But um, as Mark was saying, yeah, we're going to just flick on a couple of um, interviews with with two kind of key industry um, people that sort of have have a good reason of voice um, around us. So, yeah, stay tuned on that. It's going to be really interesting um, to be in the field today, first Wednesday open home um, day where there's been a new interest uh, rate rise. For the last few weeks, months even, it's just not been a topic of conversation. No one's mentioned it to us. So I'm particularly interested to see whether um, it's on the, you know, the tip of people's tongues as they're coming through the door, particularly yeah. if they're looking at making offers. I've got you back Absolutely. now. Can you, can you, you hear me back. now? Yep. Okay. Um, Luke said, is this going to be a new bottom or prices rise from here? There, again, yeah, no, stay, stay tuned on that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, oh, I'm really keen to hear what Tim Lawless says. And I, again, I'll say it, Tim Lawless is one of the leading uh, people for data in the country. Uh, yep. Understand what the pro where the property market's com coming from and potentially where it's going when you look at trends. So Tim Lawless, uh, humble man, a lovely man, the godfather of property data. Let's see what he's got to say. That's it. Let's... Uh, let's... Let's let, thank you for joining us, Tim. Thank you. We're, uh, we're really happy to have you. Over to you, Tim. We're, we're really happy to have you on the show. It was always going to be a line ball. The 25 basis point rate hike is probably the last in what's been the most rapid rate hiking cycle on record. 
Clearly, the RBA is still a bit concerned about how sticky inflation might be, especially amid such tight labor markets. Although the RBA didn't call out the recent positive trend in housing markets, there is the chance a stabilization or a lift in housing prices could be accompanied by a lift in consumer attitudes, supporting consumption and potentially keeping inflation higher for longer. The lifted interest rates could act to dampen some of the recent housing market exuberance, although a range of other factors are likely to support the continued stabilization in home values, including low supply, extremely tight rental conditions, and higher demand via net overseas migration. Time will tell whether or not the latest rate hike is enough to send the positive trend in home values into reverse. However, we're anticipating that the market will continue to level out on the expectation that interest rates have peaked and the imbalance between housing supply and demand will persist for some time yet. Today's interest rate decision was all... I think that that sort of uh, message there is um, people are still going to be, um, I think, buying and selling property on the basis that we've, we've reached the top of those rate rises since they first started in May 2020. And it seems like, look, there's lots of balls in the air that the government's trying to, uh, trying to manage. Um, yeah, it was very unexpected of the property market doing a little bit better. I distinctly remember meeting with Tim in January and meeting with the head of the uh, the head economist from RPA in January, and yeah. uh, the the joint view between those guys was was that there was going to be two rate rises. We've had one, uh, and now we've had the second. Um, and then that the, the towards the end of the year, um, the market was the rates were going to going to get actually better. And they're going to improve. So, on that January um, opinion, um, these guys have been on point. Yes, there's been two rate rises. And it's going to be interesting now to see if it's going to pause, and it's interesting to see if it's actually going to um, come back towards the end of the year. Um, now, next person we we uh, we interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I really like this one because it doesn't just talk about the data. He um, he is a, is a voice for the people. And it's it's more than just the numbers on the spreadsheet for uh, for Mark Boris. It's um it's much more the impact it's actually having on people themselves. So yeah, this is this was a pretty good uh, sort of minute interview where um, yeah he's he spared us a minute of his time. Another twenty five basis point increase. I are they serious? Are they really really serious? Do they want to break this economy? Do they want to break the backbone of Australian mortgage holders? They just keep putting putting interest rates up. They put them up another twenty five basis points. They let us into a lull feeling of security and safety by going for a pause last month. They're quoting the fact that you know inflation's still too high at seven percent. Got it. They're they're saying that unemployment is still too low at three point five percent. Got it. And now it's starting to talk about wage price pressures. In other words, what contribution will increases in wages put to the inflation number going on to the future? For me, they should have stayed on pause and wait to see what's going to happen with the interest rate increases they've already jammed us with. They've just smashed us over the head. This is going to create something to break from my point of view. And I just think they've just gone way too far. They have to stop. They have to stop this. They've got to stop worrying about what the data says. They've got to look at the human impact of their interest rate increases. It's like data is all that matters. That's all that matters. Data, data, data. Can we get inflation down to where we need to get it down to? What about the impact on people, the people you are crushing around the country after you told them some 
not that long ago, a year and a bit ago, that interest rates will not be going up to 2024. And by the way, they never even said when they do go up, they're going to go up by the number of interest rate increases we have had. They never said, oh, by the way, in 2024, when we do put them up, they're going to go back, but up at a record pace, at a, at, a, at a pace that we've never seen in our history before, and just be careful, be ready for it. This interest rate increase is just a slap in the face from my point of view. And I think it was one of those ones that was completely unnecessary. But 3.85 is the new official cash rate. There you go. There you there go. go Bob. And what's interesting is um, I think on that, um, oh. well, sorry. I think what's interesting <laughs> on that is um, it may well be the case if, that uh, the property market reacts quite quickly to interest rate rises, but it may be the case that inflation acts quite slowly towards interest rate rises. Um, because I think, and look, let's face it, you know, inflation is, you know, people's, uh, you know, they're trying to curb people's spending um, outside of property to control um, inflation. Um, yeah. They're trying to get. They're trying to grab that money that where the uh, where you're contributing more to interest interest rate rises, and in the hope that grabbing that money from there will curb people spending um, in other areas, whether it's um, uh, food, whether it's building, whether it's um, uh, you know consumable products, um, if they can curb people spending. So it may well be the fact that like i know builders for example these builders are pre-committed 12 months ahead so if you've committed to a build um and right and uh, interest rate rises have gone up for six months period you've already committed to that build so i think they've got to be careful that inflation could be a much much more long-term way that it reacts to interest rates um yeah. and i think you find that the property market is a much you know is a very has a very quick reaction to interest rates. So they're trying to fix one thing um, and they could be breaking the other thing. Um, they could really be breaking the back of inflation much harder than they think because there's a bit of a lag there. But I don't know, I'm no expert, but uh, it's a bloody shock to people. And I think for, for people are really, really hurting out there at the moment. I know with, with tenancies, they're being slapped with higher rents. I know with uh, with homes, they're being slapped with higher mortgage repayments. Some mortgage repayments are triple what they were. Um, it yeah. is concerning. I don't understand, Billy, how the property market went up in the last three months. It's really interesting, right? Um, and there's there's a lot of comments here as well. So this is obviously a, a hot hot topic. But um, yeah, Luke's saying, um, agree. Why the surprise? I think the surprise is the biggest thing here. You know, you tell, tell someone one thing and the complete other and then break history with the with the steepest rate rises ever it's um it's just it's just come as a shock um are they going to change the building codes uh, they're going to make it much harder and more expensive for builders and purchasers who are wishing to build in my opinion that's going to make property particularly more expensive also after there are already isn't enough stock on the market and people won't be able to afford to build their dream home really well said um, data comes through very slowly. And that's the thing, we haven't even seen the effect of the pause yet. That's, I think, what people will be frustrated in. That pause didn't even have its time to play its impact. So Three months. Three months. Okay. To, get it, to, fully, 
to feel uh, this is from the chief economist of the CBA, Commonwealth Bank of Australia. It takes three months to feel uh, to feel uh, an effect from an interest rate rise, and particularly the full effect. So they're still feeling from the first rate rise. Uh, they still yeah. haven't felt an effect from the first uh, rate rise. Now there's this rate rise. We're not going to feel the effect from this rate rise until May, June, July, probably August, which is a um, long way away. With Novak! <laughs> On the soapbox. There's so many so many comments here. It's good to see that. Um, you know, this is a, a good platform for everyone to chat about it. Um, and then borrowing capacity will now change with the buyers, you know, two of our buyers. This is being reassessed on on every rate rise pretty much. So um, I think if there's any buyers out there at the moment and you've got the pre-approval, just 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 spend what you can whilst you can. As long as you find the right property, I think um, it's never been a better time to just use what you've got. Well, with the rate rise, it's about, uh, I remember the mortgage broker telling us it, it does affect lending um, to about 50 grand um, with these, um, 30 to 50 grand with these rate rises. So it's very, very high impact to people's lending and basically it caps people out from buying what, what they uh, what they need um, with property-wise. So, you know, that's interesting. Anything, any other comments? I reckon, okay, now here's my punt. We've heard from Mark Boris. Uh, we've heard from Tim Lawless. We've uh, still yet to hear from Billy Drew. The crowd, the crowd's very loud. They're, 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 they're roaring. Okay, here we go. I, my opinion is um, this gentle rate rise is going to smack the property market into a level level market, probably for the to the end of the year. Um, I think the full effect of the rate rises will be felt through inflation. Look, inflation just seems to be reacting so friggin' slowly. Um, the full effect is, and the reason I think it's acting so slowly is it's just, it's a long, it's a long correction for inflation. So that's why we're not seeing it straight away. I think we're definitely gonna see it coming through now. Um, and I think that property market's really gonna level out. It gave me hope seeing the last three months in the property market that we're not screwed, that there's life. Um, but I, I think this is going to squash um, that, that, that um, it's going to level it out. Don't like to say that though, being a real estate agent, but so I feel. Yeah, I, um, I, I do think uh, that's the case. I think the big thing to remember here is it's going to take the four, three months to, uh, to trickle through. But um, I, I don't think this last, I think the, um, I think people will remember that this is going to hopefully be the last of the rate rises. And I don't think it's going to be a short term fix for the problems they're trying to work through, you know, that lack of stock. But so. I, I, I often have this conversation privately, Billy, with um, some people that are very influential in my life. Um, and the way we live today to how our parents live, um, is quite different and the one common thing that that the strain that we always that i talk about branca from our office is a, a very very wise lady um she says how many people have a telephone in the house 
and I was like, "What are you talking about?" She said, "When I went, you know, went out, when I grew up, there was one telephone. Now there's four. How many cars in the house? When I grew up, there was one car in the house. Now there's four. There's four car insurances. There's how many how many uh, television subscriptions are there? There was none. Now there's four. You know, you got yeah. Prime, you got Netflix, you got that." She said. We are a society now where we're programmed not to spend in, impulsively, but to spend consistently. So I, I think that my point is that I think with curbing this inflation, we're all we know we've all had to pull it in. We've all had to find ways to um, save money, um, and it's it's. It's a little bit, uh, there's a bit of humility behind it, but I think the bottom line is we've all just got to pull it in a little bit until that inflation pulls it in um, and, and, and work harder, um, which hurts. Um, but we were eating cake. Um, I, got, during... I got the answer, Mark. What is it? Breakfast, draw from <laughs> home, lunch, draw from home. <laughs> you know what, guys? Billy, mate, you, you just nailed it in, uh, in two sentences. That is exactly it. Um, you know, Uber Eats, uh, you know, that sort of stuff, bringing stuff from home. I've also done the same today. Um, I think we, I think it's just, we've just got to batten down the hatches, guys. Um, and it's all good. Uh, it's all necessary. But, Billy, we were eating cake. Uh, if you, if The government gave away a record amount of money through COVID yeah. to keep us afloat and uh it's got to, it's went out of the coffers and it's got to go back in the coffers so bottom line that's the show that's the show thanks for uh joining us this morning really good uh really good um doing numbers so uh, i hope everyone enjoyed that <laughs> coffee machine purchase yeah yeah <laughs> That's exactly right. Do you know, we, we, we really, really did. So Lisa reckons the low stock, the scarcity in stock, Lisa Novak, um, is going to contribute to property growth. Um, it's interesting because there's going to be uh, – that's so Lisa and I are – I'm saying level. Lisa, you're saying growth. How much growth? Uh, also, uh, good day to Lisa Kramer. Guys, the predictions was always one more rate rise. It's pretty consistent. It's true. Um, and uh, Luke Maroney said Sydney down 5%, no more downs. No more downs yep. in my opinion. There you go. Have a good day, There's guys. A... And um... Blue skies bye today. Bye. I love you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah.